In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. gentlemen welcome to the true life podcast i hope your day is going beautiful hope the sun is shining the birds are singing that sweet sweet song that puts a smile on your face i was thinking today about all the patterns that we see in our life about the patterns of the language we use to describe ourselves and others and the relationships in which we find ourselves in the patterns of behavior that manifest themselves from the language that we use, the pattern of relationships from you to your family, be it your wife or your husband or your daughter or your son or your mom or your dad, and how those relationships tend to be the foundation for which we find ourselves in relation to the rest of the world. At times, the world can seem like a labyrinth, an ordeal, a place where you can get lost, a place where you could find your way, maybe even some treasure. For me, it's like a sacred journey. And for me, the sacred is always the revelation of the real an encounter with that which saves us by giving meaning to our existence. I'm going to say that again. For me, the sacred is always the revelation of the real, an encounter with that which saves us by giving meaning to our existence. It is this encounter with the sacred. It is this realization of the pattern of life that shows itself to you. Let me try to put it a different way. I used to believe, I used to feel that we, me, you, the individual, 
was living in some sort of grand novel, a painting, a poetic speech, a beautiful work of art. About a decade ago, I changed my mind. I began telling myself a different story. I began living a different life. I began recognizing the pattern in the labyrinth and what I began to see is while this life is a grand novel, it is a poetic speech, it is the most beautiful opera that you could ever be blessed to be in. It's still more than that, though. I look at it like a ritualistic ceremony. I believe it to be a rite of passage that one... It's, a, it's hard to explain, I guess, but I see it as this ritualistic ceremony, this rite of passage that not only points to where we are going as a species, but it is something that if you are willing, knowingly, faithfully, lovingly willing to participate in, then it allows you to see what is said by Thomas in the Gospel of Thomas that my father's kingdom is all around us, yet no one sees it. That didn't come out as clear as I had it in my mind. I should try to probably redo that. But it's Thursday, and Thursday is the raw form of the podcast, so we're just going to roll with that. On the topic of the pattern, I want to talk to you about the first time that I saw the pattern or realized there was, in fact, a pattern. I think I was a young boy, probably nine or ten, and the United States was under attack by this Japanese monster. No, 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 no. It wasn't Godzilla, although Godzilla is awesome. It was this little one-dimensional flat pie, yellow pie creature with no eyes, known as Pac-Man. And I can't tell you how many quarters I spent playing Pac-Man, or how many people my age spent playing Pac-Man. It was this monster that just took over the United States. And Pac-Man, for those of you who live in a hole, or for those of you who were born, I don't know, yesterday, may not know what it is, it's just this game in which this little pie-shaped creature must clear the labyrinth of all these dots. There's four power pellets that if you eat them, it allows you to turn around and chase the ghosts that are following you. Oh, gosh, I... Blinky, Inky, Clyde... I forgot the other one. However, it's important to note that Pac-Man... As he goes around the board, is followed by four different ghosts. Each of these ghosts have their own particular style of trying to eat or kill the Pac-Man. For those of us who've played Pac-Man long enough or watched other people play, you begin to notice that those who are really good 
have found a pattern to move through the board. I think the the most common pattern was called the cherry pattern or the pear pattern, which is basically you follow the little fruit that f floats through the board. And for those of you that don't know, there would be like a little piece of fruit that would float through the board that if you ate, you got extra points, and hopefully you would get an extra man if you got enough points. And so it's interesting to look back on that game because that is where the pattern first emerged for me. You know, if you followed the pattern in Pac-Man, you could clear the board, eat all the ghosts, and move on to the next level. And I think that that is what we are doing in our lives, is we're trying to clear the board. We're trying to find the pattern. And the same way we discovered the pattern in Pac-Man as a kid is the same way we can see or find the pattern as an adult. It's by looking to those who came before us. The pattern is found in the hero's journey. The pattern is found in Nietzsche's camel to the child. The pattern is in our DNA. It's in our cells. It's in our collective unconscious and our collective memory. In the game Pac-Man, there are times where as you're following the pattern, it seems as though there's certain death but if you remain vigilant and stick to the pattern, those times in which you think you're going to die are in fact the times that challenge you the most. Much like the pattern of life, if you have the faith and the confidence in yourself to come around the turn and eat the power pellet, even though there appears to be a ghost waiting for you, you'll find that you eat not only the power pellet, but the ghost at the exact same time. And it's the courage to go forward when it looks like there is certain death. It's the courage to move forward when you know you can't turn around. It's the courage to continue to move forward when it looks like you are sandwiched in. It is this recognition of the pattern that is the pattern of life. And if you can see it in Pac-Man and you can see it in your life, then you can begin to see it everywhere. It doesn't have to be Pac-Man. You could find the pattern in any sort of game, in any sort of action, in any sort of relationship. And your pattern may be different than my pattern. But the pattern exists. It's important to know that you can change the pattern you can disrupt the pattern, even create a new pattern if you're willing to put in the work to do so. This pattern, it's deep, it's wide, and there's patterns within the pattern. Allow me to give you an example using the previous example of Pac-Man. You see the pattern I did there? This pattern within a pattern can be found in Pac-Man. Think of the game Pac-Man. It is this round, blind object constantly consuming everything around it blindly consuming 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 waka 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 consuming 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 blindly consuming 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 blindly consuming 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 blindly it's almost as it's almost as if pac-man is being chased by the ghosts of his past 
there are these entities that are trying to catch up to him, to remind him, to eat him, to remind him that if he doesn't continually consume, that he will face death. These ghosts are like irrational fears brought about by media, government, laws, behaviors, cycles of behaviors, which are in fact different patterns of behaviors. The idea of Pac-Man as a pattern for life is an eerily similar way in which a lot of people live their life. I don't think it was designed to be an object of blind consumption. However, it is this idea, this game of blind consumption that has penetrated our psyche and left you and I like Pac-Man, people around the world like Pac-Man blindly consuming, being chased by ghosts, afraid to stop in fears that the ghosts will catch them, chasing the illusion of fruit. It's an interesting thought to think about. The pattern, the patterns within patterns, and your ability to create new patterns. I would like to invite all of you to Think about the patterns in your life. To think about the games you used to play and the games that you still play today. How have these patterns of your past manifested themselves in your behaviors today? Are you Pac-Man? Are you blindly consuming? If so, all you need to do is come up with a different pattern and win the game. In fact, I would argue being able to design your own pattern allows you to win the game. The pattern of Pac-Man is blind consumption, and it is a pattern that is instilled by society, by culture, by leaders, educators, and the rest of the blind leading the blind. But you, listening to this, no longer need to be blind. Awaken, my friend. Awaken, my friend. I hope you have a beautiful day. I hope you begin to see the patterns in your life that make you, your relationships, and everything around you beautiful. You are the master of your pattern. Awaken to the ideas that you can create the life that it is you want to live. That's all I got for today. Let's get up and get at them. Aloha.
Aloha, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge. And I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now. And it's been so rewarding to me that I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. I think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true. But you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better. Your life will be better. And you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.